let me tell you something. This man right here, this man is an absolute unit. Good morning, good evening, good afternight. I am Travis. Welcome to the Absolute Unit Podcast, episode 5. How's everyone doing today? I'm doing pretty good. Um, Again, thanks for coming out. Thanks for listening. And uh, let's just hop right into it. I was thinking about something this morning. I guess it was been in my head for a little while now. But you know how we're in a pandemic right now? The small talk after this pandemic is going to be awful. I am not looking forward to listening to two to three months of people being like, oh, remember when we had to wear masks every day? Dude, it's going to fucking suck. It's going to suck so bad. Like, I honestly feel like just the small talk and how everyone's going to be talking about the same thing for so long. It's going to be worse than the pandemic. I'm not going to lie. I mean, like, people won't be dying, so that'll be a lot better, right? I'm not trying to say that. So I'm not trying to make light of that. But overall, my experience might be worse, you know, because nothing in my life really changed because of the pandemic. I still went to work as often. Um, I worked more during the start of the pandemic just because some people weren't working. I have a lot of older co-workers. Like, um, I have one co-worker that I don't even know how old he is. He's probably at least in his 70s or 80s. Pandemic started. He went on leave of absence. He was like, I'm out. See ya. Still haven't seen him. It's been, oh, it's been a year now. Haven't seen him. I don't know if I'll ever see him again. Uh, he might be gone. I, I mean, not like gone. I think he's doing all right. Just, we would have heard something if he, something had happened to him because he'd been with the company for a bit. But I think it's crazy that my mommy had just said, nah, I'm out. See y'all. See ya. Out. Bye. Goodbye. God, this small talk's gonna be terrible, dude. I wonder what the worst thing that's gonna happen is. Is like people gonna be talking about like, oh man, I don't miss the masks. Motherfucker, well, I do. I'm kind of ugly. Can't be going outside looking like this. Gotta show my whole face now. I gotta keep well-kempt and shaven all the time. What the hell? This is an awful game to play while I'm trying to record a podcast. I get way too focused during it. Playing, um, it's such an old game, but I just got it for free recently. The Star Wars Battlefront 2. Game kind of slaps, dude. I don't know why I didn't get it a while ago. I played it with friends before, but I never owned it. And it goes hard, dude. I'm not gonna lie. It do be going kind of crazy, though. Yeah, I just get lost in what's going on. So it's a terrible game to play while I'm trying to record. Because I just, I just go dead silent. Can't focus on like, dude, small talk. Fuck. It's gonna be so bad especially like since i work in retail the small talk's gonna be so bad i just hope i just hope people just like fucking get over it <laughs> it's actually a pretty decent bring me the bring me the horizon had a good song about the pandemic called parasite eve on their most recent album and it's kind of interesting to see what they talk about it's like got a lot of messages in there you know got a lot of like so what's gonna happen afterwards what do y'all think that's just interesting to see how other people think i feel like i always get dog shit teammates in this game absolute dog shit like i've been playing this game for a week now and i always finish top five like does that just mean everybody's only playing this game because they got it for free brand new or most of the people are just absolute dog shit in this game even though i'm dreading the post-pandemic small talk i'm excited for everything else excited for vaccines to start rolling out to the general population right now they're pretty pretty specified as to who can get them and who can't um like only like certain age groups and certain people who work for companies can get them right now which i think is kind of kind of garbage because i was deemed an essential worker a lot of people were deemed essential workers then the vaccine comes out and we are among the last people to get it kind of interesting it's interesting really interesting so like, am i essential or not I, I still don't see how i'm essential i don't see how most parts of the store i work in is essential like i work in the gardening section 
of a department of a hardware store. Why was that opening? Why was the uh, outside area where we could get only like pots and plants and soil and stuff like that? Why was that open when everything was shutting down? Someone want to explain that to me? That's right. Nobody can explain it to me. There's nothing vital to the human in that section outside. Inside, I understand, you know, toilet breaks, you've got a huge leak in your house, you know, that stuff, that should be open. But everything that I sell, nah. Dude, and when the pandemic started, we got stupid busy. Like 2020 was the uh, company that I work for. It's their biggest selling year, highest sales ever, which like is a general trend across the board for most places. Like you sell more each year. If you don't, you're going to go out of business. But like when things are shutting down, you have reduced hours and you limit how many people can be in your store. That's when it doesn't make sense. People were like, I mean, because I work in like a home improvement type hardware store. People are like, oh, I guess I'll fix every problem that's in my house since I'm home all day. And people will come in talking about like, oh, you know, it's just nice to be out of the house. It's like, it's not nice for me. Go home. I don't want to be around you. I don't want to get the Rona. I know this is all old news, but I didn't have a podcast when it was happening. So it's my time to rant. Let me have this. Let me have one thing, please. Can I just have one thing? I just want one thing. Can I have one thing? I just want one thing. Can I please just have one thing? All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that one, guys. Somebody was asking me, uh, one of my coworkers at work was asking me what, you know, if it's hard to do the podcast, like if it's hard to just talk for like 45 minutes to nobody about nothing. And I was like, eh, it's not really hard. And then they brought up a weird question, which was like, can you freestyle? Can you like freestyle rap? And I was like, is that really what you equate it to? Freestyle rapping? Because I cannot do that shit, but I cannot. Absolutely not. I can't rhyme anything. If you say a word and you're like, what does this rhyme with? Ah, uh, it's not going to happen. Freestyle. Yeah. Who? It's amazing that people can freestyle to me. I can't think of a rhyme most of the time. Oh my God. <laughs> I say that and I rhyme on accident. That's the craziest thing I've ever done in my life. It's so hard for me to rhyme though. This is going to be such a choppy podcast. I keep going quiet for a long time just because I'm playing this game. See, like Minecraft's a good game to play while I record the podcast. I don't have to think at all. But this, I'm like running around the fucking Death Star. And all of a sudden, I turn the corner and I see fucking... Luke Skywalker and Yoda standing in front of me and I'm just like ah my brain goes empty my brain goes empty and they slice me in half I feel like I'm one of the few people who enjoys like every Star Wars movie like there are bits of even Phantom Menace that are really fun like the Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon versus Darth Maul fight in wherever room they're in whatever kind of generator that's supposed to be it's it's a fun time dude it's a really fun scene Attack of the Clones has some really good scenes in it too the kind of gladiator arena area with those weird monsters is so cool um yeah and then Revenge of the Sith, arguably, arguably the best Star Wars movie. I'll say it right now. Four and five are really good. Revenge of the Sith is is pretty top notch overall. Like I think I think Empire nudges it out, but I think it's better than A New Hope. I, in my opinion, I guess this might this might be really uninteresting to some people. I know there are some people that do really like Star Wars that listen to this, but yeah, it's fun. I like the new trilogy too. The new trilogy I think gets better with each new movie. Like the what's it called? Four Force Awakens 7, movie 7, is really good on its own. But I think with each new movie with 8 and 9 that came out, I think they made the last one better. Even though they kind of erased a lot of stuff that happened in 8. What was 8 called? Was 8 called Last Jedi? Yeah, it was called Last Jedi. Um, They did erase some things that happened in Last Jedi with Rise of Skywalker. But I still think they're really good movies. Kylo Ren is fantastic character. So is Finn. Two of the, I think, better overall Star Wars characters. 
but it's a fun movie dude i think some people take star wars a little too seriously for what it is because like it's a sci-fi space movie it doesn't need to be like a cinematic masterpiece it kind of is some of them are amazing movies it doesn't need to be though it's a space sci-fi movie it's not trying to be you know 2001 a space odyssey kubrick's not behind the camera making every shot you could pause on every frame and it'd be a masterpiece it's not i'm not supposed to be able to pause on every frame of star wars and be like wow that could be a desktop wallpaper it's supposed to have fun it's supposed to like i mean it questions it tackles some themes of the real world it's like the whole anti-totalitarian idea which is really the closest thing you can get to like some hard-hitting themes in those movies unless i'm just ignorant of some things which is possible yeah they're they're really good movies and dude rogue one you guys can't tell me rogue one was not a good movie like i don't care if you already know the end it's a, it's a good movie if you already know the end because that's how you know they're set up in the next one it's like oh they sacrificed their life for this you know so it got spoiled 42 years before it was made or whatever but is that really an issue i'll say the only star wars movie that kind of weird to me was solo like it's a really good heist movie not a great star wars movie in my opinion if you look at it just as a heist movie and not as like a star wars film or like there isn't even that many points that feel star wars specific on it except like when they get the millennium falcon and they're doing all that but like watching that is just a heist movie it's it's a great film i like to say film to make me sound smarter because uh, i'm not a movie critic i watch movie and i go oh yeah that i had fun watching that therefore good movie i don't look any deeper than that and i don't think anybody should let's be honest i'll tell you right now my favorite movie of all time is napoleon dynamite purely because it's the funniest movie ever made it's simple as that dude i could watch napoleon dynamite and laugh for 80 percent of the runtime that's how good that movie is to me and i i couldn't tell you why it's like the awkward it's the awkward like kind of cringe humor that makes the office funny mixed with like mixed with just like the rawest comedic timing ever dude any single scene from napoleon dynamite could have just been uploaded as like a youtube sketch and it, it would have went viral especially like early youtube days when it was kind of lawless and it was like people would just put up five minute videos they were always five minutes long and it would be probably the funniest thing you see that day for no reason too god what was i even saying i gotta stop blacking out when this game starts to get more intense who's yoda now it's me motherfucker they're pretty good as yoda i'm not gonna lie i'm not trying to flex on you guys too hard even though my team is a dog literal dog water dude dude i'm getting shot from every angle possible literally up down left right even b and a i'm getting shot from we lost my team's dog shit i've been recording for 40 minutes now and i feel like i've got like eight minutes of content i've been going dead silent for so long maybe i shouldn't be playing this game right now maybe i should i'll just play for two hours and then i'll get like a 30 minute podcast out of it one thing that's really interesting and i think it's only interesting to me because i used to work in a grocery store is how all grocery stores are basically set up the same way i mean except for like huge super centers like target and walmart that sell other stuff besides groceries they're all basically set up the same thing you walk in right next to the entrance you got produce and then you'll see bakery deli next those two the orders usually switch usually in my opinion it should be bakery than deli but you know that's up to interpretation but it's weird how most grocery stores are laid out the same except for a couple like i would say the weird ones the odd ones out are trader joe's uh trader joe's is one of the strangest places ever to me the one we've got here is like there's the produce section and then there's a bakery in the corner and then there's two aisles and that's it i'm like how is this a whole grocery store i know people that only shop at trader joe's how do they do that 
there's like three aisles total. Winco's a weird one. I shop at Winco and I recognize that it's weird because you walk in and it's just a circle and it's just like pure chaos the whole way around. And that's why I like it. That's that's how grocery stores should be. It's like, here's an aisle. Here's where everything is. Uh, What it's next to, don't, don't worry about it. Here's where it is. And like, just wear some stuff. It doesn't make sense. Like, I don't know why they break up toiletries and like house essentials, like toilet paper and, you know, cleaning products. I don't get why those are on complete opposite sides of the store. Like one's the first thing that you see when you get in there. And the other one is in like the back left corner by the freezer section. I, I don't understand that. That doesn't make any sense to me. Another weird one is Whole Foods. Whole Foods is weird. Cause like if you walk in one entrance, it's usually huge, right? There are two entrances on like opposite ends of the store. There's no middle entrance. And if you walk in, no matter which entrance you walk in, you're always next to a produce section. Always. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. There's a produce section on both sides. I don't know if there's a fruit section on one side or a vegetable section on the other side. Something like that wouldn't surprise me in a Whole Foods. And there's like, oh, Whole Foods is just a strange place. I used to go there every now and then to get just like lunches because they've got like a decent deli area where you can just like order food. But it's a weird place. I would never shop there. Not only because it's expensive, but also because like, look at me. Do I look like I shop at Whole Foods? No, absolutely not. Mm. What should I do? I can't play. I can't play Battlefront anymore. That's going to be. I can't record a podcast and do that at the same time. I do. What should I do? Do you guys have a grocery store that's set up weird? Everyone's got one. I feel like grocery outlets are like, I don't know. They're set up the same as everywhere else, but they feel different. There's something different about them. You walk in and it just feels kind of musty. It's always dark in grocery outlets too. There's a grocery outlet here that's like the whole front of the store is glass and windows and you go in, still dark, even on sunny days. I don't know what that is. I don't know what they make the ceiling out of that. It just absorbs light, but it's not a good look. Dude, one of my friends just wrecked on a on a longboard and like his, it was gnarly. His elbow basically turned to goop, right? This is how he described it. He broke his elbow pretty bad. And, you know, obviously the initial shock, he didn't feel it, but he grabbed his arm because he was like, he knew something was wrong. He said it felt like a slushy. Isn't that one of the grossest things you've ever heard in your life? I never want to grab any part of my body and have it feel like a slushy. Walking slime. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've never, I've never broken a bone. I've gotten close. I feel like I've gotten close with like fingers and things like that. I was playing, oh, the closest I got was when I really dislocated my thumb, I think. I mean, I've got, I've probably gotten close in other ways, but I just don't know about it. But I was playing baseball and I was playing shortstop, I want to say. Shortstop at third base. It was when I was still playing Little League and I'm going, I'm going left towards my glove side for a ground ball. And I have to dive a little bit to get the ground ball, but I don't have to do like a full extension dive. But like, I've got to dive to get this ball. And I dive, catch the ball, roll, throw them out. And like, I throw them out. The initial like adrenaline's gone because I was the last out of the inning. And then I'm like, holy fuck, my hand. Oh my God, my hand. I had rolled over on it and popped my thumb out of place. Like it bent backwards and popped out of place. I probably should have said some kind of like trigger warning at the beginning of this for people who don't like that. But like, I'm sorry, maybe I'll let it one in. Maybe I won't. It'll be a fun little game. Um... <laughs> be a fun little game for you and me but yeah it, it was so gross and just like popped it out of place that hurt so bad like that was a i thought my thumb was broken because i didn't know i didn't know what had gone wrong i knew something was wrong and my left hand is where my glove hand and it's also the hand that i write with over like a few days at school even though i popped it back into place but like it still was like really hurt to move around at first because some tendons probably got messed up in the process but like i had to wrap it and go to school i think i was in sixth grade and i remember showing up to my sixth grade english class and he's like what you do to your hand dude like you're faking this so you can get out of doing your english work and i was like no but that's a that's a fantastic idea maybe i need to keep this 
movies on for a few weeks. Maybe I'll come back tomorrow with a cast on. Who knows? I always wonder how they deal with that. Like, if kids break their hand or, like, break their wrist on their writing hand, like, what? Are there standard measures to take for schoolwork and stuff? Or is it just, like, ah, you get out of it. You don't gotta worry about it. Because, like, I guess it's good that I don't know that. Because if word got out, like, that's, that's dangerous. Kids are breaking each other's hands on the, <laughs> in the playground. They're just, one kid brings a metal bat. And it's like, I'll get you out of schoolwork for the next two weeks. You just gotta give me a, give me a dollar and I'll slam this bat into your hand. There are some sicko kids out there that would do that. Kids are the worst, dude. Kids are the worst. I remember getting teased so bad as a kid. Some of the, some of the teasing sticks with you, you know. This one kid, I hated this fucking kid. One time, I just bent over, I'm like a normal person, to pick something up. And he looked me dead in the eyes and said, you pick that up? You bend over like a hobo. I was like, that that cut deep as a kid. I was in like the second or third grade. I was like, I'm not a hobo. I have a, I, I think I have a house. Also, do you remember the word hobo? I feel like nobody really uses that anymore. I dressed up as a hobo for Halloween once. Is that? I'm gonna get canceled for that in the future. Oh my God. I just looked up, is hobo derogatory? And it kind of is. It says somewhat offensive. Like I get that it's a negative word. I don't think it's as bad as calling somebody like a bum or anything like that. A hobo was more of the, the traveling kind. Like they've got the sack on a stick and they're just hitchhiking across the country. That's that's what I picture. But whatever. But yeah, he said I bent over like a hobo, and I still think about that now. It's been a decade, probably. That cuts so deep. Dude, what kind of teasing goes on nowadays at like middle school and elementary school? I call it teasing because bullying does happen, but it doesn't happen to the extent that people think that it does to most people. I guess I guess I can't say that. I have been bullied, but not everybody gets bullied and not everybody gets bullied their whole lives. It's like you get bullied for one year and then summer happens and you just you just make new friends. You just get over it. I don't know. Pretty pretty stoic towards those kind of things because like you just get over it when you're a kid. You don't know any better, so sometimes it's hard to get over but what you gotta do you move on you live and you learn you live and you learn to just get over it i don't know, I don't know what to tell you Dude, i'm not giving advice to any kids there's no kids listening to this podcast there better not be that would make me feel weird if somebody younger than me like a lot younger than me listen to this like a 12 or 13 year old that'd be kind of weird i wonder what like wonder what words are getting tossed around at middle schools now because i bet it's all like internet slang they're just calling each other like thoughts and e-girl like e-girls e-boys dude i wish i could bully some e-kids e is that the is that the neutral term e-kids isn't that like a kind of like an entertainment company e-kids it, it is <laughs> oh i got some e-kids products what like jojo siwa's got some e-kids products e-children oh man i'm so close to being classified as an e-boy e-boy on dictionary.com is a young young man or woman who are active internet users stereotyped as emo styled anime and gaming fans trying to get attention on social media trying to get attention on social media is the only thing that separates me i post post so rarely i only tweet when i think something's funny or like to put a new an episode of the podcast out that's really it i've got so few followers to some people it's crazy it's crazy dude it'd be so interesting what kind of things are getting said i wonder how aware kids are nowadays because like back in the day you could use the word gay as just like a descriptor like it wasn't there wasn't as much you know awareness about some of these things about like how that could be offensive or how that could affect somebody so like we used to call kids gay for just using the middle urinal even if they were the only person in the bathroom use the middle urinal that's gay and yeah quick quick life lesson for the the females out there the uh, non-urinal users i should say um most of the time you go into the bathroom if there's an odd number of urinals there's like three or five um most guys will only use the outer ones and then every other so if there's three you're only using the two edge ones nobody's using the middle ones the only place in society where that goes completely out of the window is movie theater bathrooms 
people leave movie theaters and they're like dude i gotta piss i don't care how many people are next to me i don't care i don't care who's around i'm i'm standing next to somebody i'll be within hand holding distance if it means i can just pee <laughs> i've been holding this in for two hours dude i'm i'm awful about that not wanting to leave movies i remember i sat through pretty much all of thor ragnarok with a full bladder because the only movie theater snack that i like to get is i like to get ices the best things you can get i don't really like popcorn if it's there i'll eat it but if who i'm going with is like nah, i don't need popcorn i won't get it either it's a waste of money in my opinion but oh man if i just have that icy i'll drink 90 percent of it by the the first 15 minutes of the movie so like i'm sitting there for two hours probably full bladder it's hurting towards the end and i'm like but i can't leave something in me i can't leave the theater so i just i just have to sit there in pain but then i'm going to the bathroom and i don't care if there's one urinal left and it's you know it's brown for some reason and there's somebody all around me i'm using it you know societal norms go out the window when you have to pee you'll pee in a bush outside you'll pee by a dumpster or, you know you'll do whatever you gotta do to get it out of you but i wonder if, i wonder if that's still a thing how did we learn that how did we learn that you don't use the middle urinal because that's the thing that every guy knows about but like nobody sits down and talks to you about it like you just you just know it you know it from birth it's ingrained in you dude i try not to make these podcasts too long but i have no idea how to judge the length of this one because of how many silences there were in it sorry for bringing it up so much too i might try to do something about that but at least the editing for this podcast is starting to get a little easier for me i still i still do appreciate feedback if you guys are like well the volume was weird on this we heard some weird static in the background anything you know let me know i wonder if you can hear one of my cats um snores she's kind of chunkier she's losing weight and i'll give her that but she had a respiratory issue when she was still a kitten so now she's in the right position while she sleeps she snores and she's in the room with me and i wonder if you guys can hear it because even with my headphones on i can still hear it it's kind of cute though i won't lie i grew up with people snoring my mom snores so loud my mom rumbles the house so i can sleep through a lot and i used to sleep in hotel rooms with her so i'm kind of a champ at just sleeping through anything lights are on somebody's watching a movie i'm out even if i'm the one watching the movie i'll still fall asleep i think that's a weird trait i inherited from my mom i don't know what it is she always falls asleep a lot watching movies and now i do it is that is that genetic like i fall asleep all the time trying to watch movies especially if i'm watching it late but like even midday if i'm watching a movie and i just close my eyes for a little too long i'm like gotta, gotta stay awake and then it just keeps happening you fall into that like drifting off phase where you're just like uh, your eyes are closing and you're snapping your head back to try to stay awake it happens all the time dude i keep getting off track i want to know what oh, shut up google i just looked up what words do middle schoolers use to bully each other and it's all websites like stopbullying.gov helping kids deal with bullies dealing with bullies for kids my child is a bully what to do when your child is bullying okay that's funny that's that's kind of funny dude if i found out my kid was a bully i'm gonna start being the bigger bully now i guess that's probably not the best way to do with it but like what do you do when you when somebody comes to you and is like dude your kid is bullying my child what do you say to that like do you apologize or do you i guess i think you should apologize because you raised that thing you raised that bully you got to try to deal with it but how do you what do you do to talk to a kid to understand that they're like fucking up somebody's life because in my head you have to fuck up their life you gotta you gotta fuck up your kid's life now but like that could just lead to them being more angry and they're being more pent-up hatred that they try to get out on somebody else so like what do you do do you be nice to the bully no Nobody wants to be nice to a bully. I think, oh, what's the best way to deal with your kid being a bully? I don't know. <laughs> what if you do the, um, the old, like, no, you know, when, like, parents used to kiss their kids smoking cigarettes and they'd just take them outside and just make them smoke a whole pack in front of them? What if you 
you took it to a playground with a really little kid and you were like all right you see that two-year-old see that toddler go bully him go call him gay and push him over <laughs> would that work would that would that click in their head being like no that's that's wrong they're like a toddler it's like no it's wrong because you shouldn't do it to anybody you definitely shouldn't do it to a toddler but like definitely don't do it to anybody else either dude oh dude i easiest one to deal with is if your kid's a cyber bully you know because you just look them dead in the eye and you just call them an incel <laughs> He'll be like, what, Dad? What's an incel? And you tell him, <laughs> you're like, somebody, if somebody's a virgin for life and it's not their choice, it's everybody else's choice. <laughs> you just, like, a cyber bully? If your kid's a cyber bully, you have to be a real bully to them, I think. Oh, I want to, I want to read this article that my child's a bully. Because I think back, like, I really, I never bullied anybody. I was good in school. I was quiet, so I didn't, like, mess with other kids. Like, the closest I got was, like, the, I talked about this once, just, like, if I just talk about it with the person next to me but like i could read the room i could tell like if they felt similar to what i was feeling and i just like crack jokes about something it usually wouldn't be about other students usually be about like something the teacher's doing so like i said not i don't know cross any boundaries but i couldn't imagine like going after a kid or like a group of people like constantly like day after day and just like trying to make their day bad i think it does say something about my parents i don't know what it says I'm trying to think about like what they taught me or what they did to help and i can't think of it so they must have they must have been good at it right because they never sat me down and were like hey if you ever do that shit i'm gonna slap you in the yeah, I'm gonna slap you in the th there was never anything like that so what do they do are they just masters at it my siblings the same way they don't I don't think they did that'd be weird to find out my, my sibling was a bully but yeah oh dude dealing with your kid that's a cyber bully is so easy like hey um give me every electronic device you have except and watch anime in the, in the living room that's it I have to I want to know what kind of anime you're watching my guy probably make him watch like Naruto or One Piece shows that teach you about bullying you know teach you good life lessons I guess One Piece doesn't really One Piece does teach about bullying weird to think that it teaches you anything because it's just a show about a rubber man trying to find some treasure but <laughs> but it teaches you a lot what to say what to say to a bully 31 expert recommendation 31 things to say to a bully i got one hey cut that shit out you guys are, oh that's number one say stop ask why say the behavior is not okay well they know it's not okay they're not pushing kids over and calling them you know calling them derogatory things because they think it's a good thing they know it's bad tell the person you want to talk just talk to them don't say we need to talk what does that mean oh that is there's there's one good one in here and that's ask that's because ask them what the goal is because if the goal is like i want this kid to feel bad like if the bully their main goal is to make somebody else feel bad send him away that's a, that's a psycho that's a fucked up kid that's an evil kid there's nothing you can do about that if they're like well i don't i don't know what the goal is then there's something deeper going on then they're trying to get out some hatred something else send them to therapy therapy is a good thing we all should everybody should go to therapy don't make it stigmatized like it is but yeah definitely send that kid to therapy is what i'm saying dude i think if like school counselors were just better at being counselors i guess they're probably all pretty good but like if kids felt like they could use them as counselors and not like who they see once a year to sign up for classes i think that would help a lot if school counselors were like school therapists and i don't it's weird to it would be weird to make it forced but i think that's the best way to do it is have like forced therapy on these kids where at least once a month they just talk to the counselor for an hour you know just come in and talk about anything and everything and that's why that's why i think it's good that what my high school did my high school broke up counselors by like name by last name depending on where your last name fell is who your counselor was so you had the same 
counselor all four years. I know some places do like a freshman counselor, you know, freshman, sophomore, junior, senior, or they'll do like, you know, based on a whole bunch of other things. But like, if you have the same one all four years, I think that helps a lot in this situation where like once a month, you're talking to the same person. It would be tough in situations where like a counselor leaves, they retire, they, you know, any reason there's a new counselor because they have like just too many students or something like that. That would make it tough for the kids that have to like switch after three years. That would, that would make it tough. But overall, I think that would help a lot. It would have helped me a lot, you know, even if I just go in there and I'm like, all right, oh, I'm trying to <laughs> try to remember my counselor's name. I couldn't. All right, Mr. Mr. Joe, Mrs. Steven, I'm working on my stand-up. I'm working on my type five. Uh, can I just perform that to you? You know, give me honest opinions. <laughs> that'd be, that'd be so funny. You walk into your monthly therapy session, you're like, all right, so I'm working on this joke. I'm working on this type five. Um, and the counselor's like, whoa, 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 what are you, what are you talking about? Why are you, what are you talking about, dude? And he's like, my type five, you know, I'm gonna start doing stand-up. He's like, kid, I've been listening to you for two and a half years. You're not funny. You just got trauma. And that makes you think you're funny. That's what some people gotta hear. That's what some people need to hear. Some people need bad news. What am I even talking about anymore, dude? I've been recording for so long, but I feel like I'm gonna cut this down and it's gonna be like nothing. How long was I playing that game for? I was playing that game for a while. Shit. Mm. Well, I've said this before. Don't come here expecting this to be good. I just try to make you chuckle a couple of times, but I think I'm going to wrap it up here. That was episode five of the Absolute Unit podcast. Again, I'm Travis Hudson. You can follow me Instagram and Twitter at underscore Travis Hudson, and I'll see you guys around. Let me tell you something. This man right here, this man is an absolute unit. <laughs>